What's up, everyone? I am Michelle Lee, and welcome to Five After Three. What's up, guys? It's Michelle, and it's officially Five After Three. And today, we are talking about the infamous circle of friends. Now, it has been said that friends come into our life for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. And in our last episode, we talked about how analyzing our circle of friends helps us on our journey of finding our purpose. Um, we tend to ask ourselves on this journey, who's cheering for us? Who is secretly waiting for us to fail? And who is that great friend, but yet is holding me down, suffocating me? These are all legitimate questions. And depending on the answer, can cloud your path and can cloud your judgment. Um, if you've lived long enough, you have had or you should have had or will have a variety of friends. You'll have that friend that's the ride or die. They're there for whatever and down for whatever. You'll also have that jokester or prankster. You can always count on this friend and it is guaranteed you can count on this friend to give you a laugh that comes out of nowhere. You also have that friend that's always supportive, supportive of everything that you're doing. And then you have that friend that's 100% loyal. But some people tend to get the last two mixed up because if you live long enough to know, the friend that's always supportive doesn't necessarily mean that that friend is going to be loyal. And the friend that's loyal doesn't necessarily mean that he or she's going to be supportive either. But although those are great people to have in your circle, as long as it's on a positive vibe, having the wrong people in your circle can be detrimental on your journey as well, especially if you are not 100% zoned into what your goal is. Now, I'm not saying you can't hang out with the good friend that knows how to party. Absolutely not. You need her in your life too. But today, um, we're going to discuss those five people that we do not need in our circle. And it's important that when we analyze our circle of friends that we understand and we specifically point out who these particular people are. So the first one is that negative one. Now y'all know we always got a negative Nancy somewhere around. Negative Nancy is that one, either negative Nancy or negative Nate. <laughs> either way, Nate or Nancy is the one that never has a good thing to say about anything or anybody. Nate or Nancy always feels like the glass is half empty as opposed to half full. And this person can never progress because all of the negativity and all of the negative energy holds them down and not only holds them down, but holds them up from where they're trying to go. Unfortunately, when you have those people in your circle who you're interacting with on a day to day basis, I mean, literally, if they're in your circle, I mean, you should be having some sort of contact with them. That negativity tends to rub off. Negativity is contagious. It's just like a, the flu or the cold. It rubs off on you. It passes to you to the point where you start to think, wow, is what I'm doing really what I'm supposed to be doing? Is my purpose that God has given me, is this really what my purpose is? So basically you start questioning yourself all because you're constantly around this people that around this person or people that don't have a positive thing to say. So I'm sure we know of one and hopefully they are not in your circle. Believe it or not, next up, number two, you have the gossiper. 
The gossiper is this person who extracurricular activity on a daily basis is telling everybody else's business and forgets about their own. See, indulging in this type of activity can force you not to only believe it, but takes you completely off of what your focus is because you're so busy worried about what she's talking about and who she's talking about that you completely get off track of where you're trying to go and what you're trying to do. Having that particular person is definitely, definitely a no-no. This person should not be in a circle. And let me tell you why. Because the same way how this person is gossiping about somebody else's business, this same person is gossiping about your business to somebody else as well. So this person definitely does not need to be in your circle. You also have the two-facer. The one that smiles in your face and kind of dogs you behind your back. And then you wonder, like, how does this person even get in your circle anyway? Well, it's pretty easy because when you have friends, friends are always going to have other friends. And you meet this friend of a friend of a friend. And then somehow she's at the dinner table with you and you're cutting bread and eating bread at the Cheesecake Factory before dinner. Trust me, it's possible they can sneak their way in. But the same way that they are smiling in your face and talking behind your back, they're doing the same to everybody else in your group. And then what do you know? The whole circle is talking about everybody and you know that can't be good. (laughs) Then we have the attention seeker. The attention seeker is pretty self-explanatory. Everything is about them world issues, work, even a trip to the grocery store. No one can ever have good news around this person because he or she will always shift the focus back to them. Doesn't matter what it is. Pretty self-explanatory, as I said before. And then number five, the fifth person that you definitely don't need in your your circle is the competitive one. The competitive friend, quote-unquote friend, loves competing with real competitors but also sees you as her competition as well so this can be unhealthy because before you know it you start competing with them too and don't get me wrong healthy competition is good if it forces you to work together motivate each other and inspire to another level but it becomes unhealthy when the competition begins to tear you down when you start feeling that you're not worthy of your purpose you're not worthy of what you were meant to do you were not worthy you start feeling like you're not worthy to inspire whomever it is that you're supposed to inspire or to help. What happens is, is with that competitiveness, that competitiveness turns ugly and it turns ugly really, really quick if you don't know how to to manage it. So now, of course, you can pull this friend to a side and say, hey, you know, this whole competitive thing, you know, is kind of getting out of hand. But you know what? I just kind of feel like you will always wonder about being in competition with someone who you thought was your friend. So that's my opinion on why or if or why that person should not be in your circle. When a person is a genuine friend to you, you get all the perks, right? You get the laughter during the best times, the shoulder to cry on during the sad times, the free ice cream during those hurtful moments. A real friendship not only supports you, but holds you accountable. Because we are human, we may even lose a good friend, someone who 
you know, we realized afterwards was truly in our corner and wanted the best for us. Protect your journey of finding purpose by understanding your peace and knowing that you have a right to enjoy the journey. It won't always be fresh lemonade. You may catch some sour lemons in the mist, but you know what they say. When you are given lemons, ah, well, you know the rest. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Michelle Lee, and I'll see you next week at 5 After 3.